they could take any class and get stronger mentally, physically. We've created a culture of positivity and inclusivity. So like you get this kindness soaked into your soul and then you go out and then you're kinder and you're able to handle whatever else comes. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to You Fit Here. What's up, everybody? How's it going? I'm CB, and that's CS, and we have an awesome guest for you guys today. She is a wife, mother, business owner, source of motivation for so many people in her community and so much more. And we can't wait to share all of her wisdom and life experience with all of you. So welcome, Rebecca. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. So Rebecca, like so many others, well, all of us, was affected by the pandemic last year, like right when we went into shutdown just a year ago from when we're recording this right now. And she is the owner of two Daily Method bar studios. And you can imagine having a business where people come to work out together and have this community. And then it's boom, one day closed. How do you adapt and change and all these things? So tell us, like one year ago, what was that wow. like? It was crazy. So it, uh, so we have the two fitness studios, right? And they're bar and cycle and childcare. And we're very high touch and high community. What? Oh, yeah. And it's, oh, it's this wonderful, best, amazing in-person experience, right? We are an in-person, or we were, only in-person sort of fitness studios. And the, around this time last year, like even a little bit before this time last year, we knew something was coming, right? Like you kind of heard coronavirus, mm-hmm. something's coming. It's probably not going to be too bad, but like prepare. So I remember stocking up on Clorox wipes and being like, oh my gosh, I have so many Clorox wipes. We are good to go. And then our attendance started to like drop and drop and drop. And I was like, huh, something's going on. Okay. So let's prepare. And then, you know, it kind of hit everyone around this time last year. And we actually, I think this is the one year anniversary of our last in-studio class. And it was a really small class. We spread everyone out. And then the next day we announced like we're closing the studios. Of course, we thought it was going to be temporary, you know, Mm -hmm. this short little shutdown. And we had to figure out um, what we do. And I remember having a call with my team as I have about 21 teachers and we have a staff of about 30, like, and we have, you know, hundreds of members. This was a big thing to shut the studios down. And I thought about like, what are we going to do? And when I get stressed and when I am going through something scary or emotional or sad or whatever it is, I like to work out. I like, I go for a walk or I go for a run or I take a bar class or a cycle class or whatever it is. So I felt like this time last year, like, at the very least, we have to keep moving and everyone needs to move safely from home. So how do we do that? So on March 17th of last year, I taught our first digital online class and I did it on, created a Facebook group and I put everyone that was at our studios in it. I invited everyone to join the Facebook group and we, we have like 500 members in the group. So I was like, put this Facebook group together and I'll teach a live class. 
And um, it was awesome. And it's actually still in our Facebook group. And people still take this class from St. Patrick's Day of last year. And they still reference it. It's like this funny little class that keeps existing. Um, But we realized quickly that we need to pivot online. We have to put our entire business online. And we had to do it fast. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of boutique fitness studios in the world. And everyone at this time was transitioning between what to do. And I saw a lot of my competitors say, we're going to put everyone's membership on hold because we thought this was going to be a few week thing. And when we come back, we'll restart memberships. And I thought if I don't keep us moving and I pause memberships, like the businesses will collapse. Like I don't, I won't be able to afford teachers and rent and those things keep going. So I said, instead of putting memberships on hold, I asked our members to keep their memberships active. And we launched a full online platform within about three days. So I said, give me the weekend. I didn't sleep. I hired a a web designer and I said to my team, you know, who wants to teach online? Who wants to teach from your house? And I had a group of like, you know, seven or eight gals who stood up and said, I'll do it. Some of them couldn't, you know, they have kids at home and crazy schedules. And they were just like, I can't do that right now. But about seven or eight of us were like, we'll teach online. And that group and I figured out how to teach on Zoom. And so the next week we launched with a full schedule. I mean, like 20 classes. We said, here you go. But then we said, you know, these 20 classes a week might not work for everybody. So let's record the classes at the same time and save them to a library. So this whole time we've been recording classes and saving them down. And I hired this graphic designer to put this password protected website together so if a 9 a.m. class didn't work for you, okay, you could take a 9.30. Take it at 9.30. It's fine. It's on the, the library. The library still exists today. We have over 500 classes saved. It's crazy. And I, um, I'm really proud of that pivot. I'm going to tell you it was an incredibly stressful time of my life because I had to do it so fast. How do you justify someone keeping their membership active? You give them a full schedule, like instantly. And then you give them this library instantly. So it was very, very challenging. I'm not going to like underplay how hard it was to do that, but we did it and we like figured it out. Um, even to the extent of we, we revamped some of our classes. We said, you know, right now, nobody has an hour. Our, our signature class is an hour. I said, no one has an hour of focus right now. We've got kids e-learning. We are scared. We don't know how to like get groceries. Like let's redo our classes. So we worked and we figured out, let's do 20 minute classes. Let's do 30 minute classes. Let's do a 45 minute class at the very most. And we kind of like put this amazing schedule together. So you could just grab a 20 minute class and like, just get some movement in. And it was incredible. Like it was, I'm so proud of our team and like the work that we did to get that launched right away. Um, And I think like one of the other things is with Zoom, it's not the ideal platform, but you can interact with people on it, right? So like we, we switched to Zoom and we haven't left. Like a couple of my competitors, I see them, like they go, they tried this platform, they tried this live platform. And it's like, for whatever blessing that this was, we picked Zoom and it worked and it still works because you can interact with people and you can like, see them and they can see you. And we, it's a very like community feeling experience. You know, you just, I took a class today. There were like 21 of us on the class. It's just like, it feels like you're moving with people and that's really important. So that was so kind cool. of our like business pivot in the very beginning. It was crazy. 
but we did it. I have a, I have a two questions. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say them both so that someone can help me remember after you answered the first one. Okay. Um, I wanted to know how long you were in business before a year ago. Good question. And um, with the, I've been to the Daily Method when I lived in St. Louis. Um, I yeah. vaguely, vaguely remember, but what what is needed at home to to do that effectively? Good question. So, yeah. can you remember the question? So, yeah. So, the Lake Forest Studio is an older studio. So, um, it's about nine and a half years old. I took over as the owner about six years ago, five and a half years. So it's a long running studio, right? There's members who are still there from the beginning. And that's an important point now that we're in a full year of this, because if someone has been a member somewhere for that long, they're not going to let it close. They're just not. And that's what we see in Lake Forest for sure. Vernon Hills is, it's in Melody Farms, which is this cute little development where there's a Whole Foods and a REI and like West Elm. It's this great, beautiful development. And that studio is newer. So we had only been open for about a year and a half when the pandemic hit. I will tell you that it has been like a struggle over there more than Lake Forest. Neither one, neither business is like amazing. I'm not, I, I can't say that like, you know, I'm making so much money and I'm flush with cash. No, that is not the situation we're in. It is like a grind and both studios are challenged, but the Vernon Hill studio was hit harder because if you had just joined the studio, it's not in your routine yet. You don't know the community quite yet. You haven't gone on one of our retreats yet or gone on one of our, you know, girls like workshops yet. You're not as connected to it. So you're, it's easier to cancel your memberships. So that's kind of the dynamic at play. The interesting thing and the thing that I think was like hugely important was your second point is you don't need anything to do a daily method bar class. You don't need weights. You don't need anything. You maybe sometimes might need a wall, but all you need is a floor and that's it. You know, and Colleen knows she's taken a class before. It's like, it's very nuanced and the teachers talk a lot and we're very articulate so we can communicate what we're trying to get you to do online. No problem at all. So started March. Then the weather got nicer and everyone kind of came out a little bit. And so we did outdoor classes, including outdoor cycle, because no one wanted to be inside sweating and doing a cycle class, but we rolled the bikes outside and that was awesome. I had not heard of anybody doing that. that. And that was allowed? Like loud. Yeah. We could space the bikes. Yeah. You could space the bikes far apart. Like I think in June they said outdoor fitness was allowed. So we started doing a ton of outdoor classes and they were amazing. And we're going to bring those back forever. Like, outdoor is here to stay because it's just so lovely to be outside, you know, in our climate when you can. Um, We rolled the bikes out. We like set everyone up with headphones and it was this awesome class. So we, I mean, there hasn't been one month where we haven't like had to like rejigger our, you know, our business based Mm -hmm. on new guidelines or new comfort or new people or whatever it is. So the outdoor classes were really awesome. But again, you could do a daily method class in the park with just a mat. You don't even need a bat, really. You can just be on the grass. It's fine. Don't need any equipment. Right. I mean, I think yeah. you talked about a lot of different things in there that you were already thinking ahead. Like right when these unknown things are popping up, you're like, okay, wait, what if this doesn't go away? How am I going to stay afloat and pay the rent and pay the teachers and all yeah. this stuff? Like you had this foresight already where I think a lot of people, the pandemic hit and they just kind of waited. And like hoped yeah. that things would come back to normal, but it wasn't coming back. And I feel that having that 
foresight of like, okay, even if it does hop back to normal, great. But if it doesn't, we got to do something and I'm going to be prepared. So rolling out that online catalog that fast, I mean, that is insane. And I guess I can only ask, have you always been that type of like, just let's do it, go get our personality? Or was it kind of like when I'm pressed up against a wall, like I have to figure this out for this community. I'm going to do what I can. I think it's a combination. And I think that, um, I'm a problem solver. Like I Mm -hmm. actually was a consultant for a while. So I get this like, okay, there's a problem. Let's like start to think about what it's going to, how, what are the solutions? I had no idea we were going to be this long into quarantine and working out at home. Um, but I also had this thing in the back of my head that I like online workouts. Like I do them at home before COVID once in a while. Like I don't have a, I don't have a Peloton. I still don't have a Peloton as like a personal, like, I, yeah. <laughs> or like a big totally. competitor of mine. So I'm not going to do that. But there's some other little gals who are doing these niche, like online classes. I love that. It's very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think that our online classes would be as popular as they are. So that's been like, a cool thing to see. But I think before this, I was like, I would like to do some sort of online class eventually. I just didn't think it would be now. Um, and that kind of goes to the online retail shop that we haven't even, Oh, and then by the way, I launched a third business. So (laughs) that the online retail was another part of that. Like I always thought I would like to have an online store. Like that seems like something I could handle. I just didn't anticipate having to do it right now. Mm-hmm. But I had to figure out a way to generate revenue. You know, I right. had to pay rent and teachers. And so, um, so when then we launched the online store and it was that kind of figure it out mentality that I guess I've always had in me, but this year really tested it. Well, I think it's so smart that you even thought of the concept of like someday I would want to do online before I'm forced to do it. But it's so yeah. true because with everyone's schedules, it was like, Oh, I want to pop into this class, but I, my drop-off time for my kid is like just yeah. slightly different. Slightly and I off. Can't, and like, how nice would it be to just like I'm just gonna log on at home? And now I personally feel like in person's always better because the vibe and the community of any situation is just so much nicer in person. But yeah. it has made people realize how convenient and what a good workout you can get in front of your TV or computer in 30 minutes, totally. and at least you're maintaining the movement. Like you're just doing something to feel good and release and relax and challenge yourself. And she is not kidding when those classes are no joke. I mean, I grew up a dancer, so I'm like, Oh, bar. (laughs) I did bar workouts every day of my life. No, 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 no. I was dying in the class. I think I texted (laughs) Colleen afterwards and I'm like, I physically can't move. And I would consider myself an athletic person. I was like, Mm -hmm. Nope can't actually move my body for probably two weeks because holy crap. But like, wow. So amazing. So that's why I even described our class today as they're not just like a ballet based workout. We're like warrior ballerinas. Like it's like bar and ballet, but like Mm -hmm. intense. And, and we haven't always been that intense, but over COVID, I feel like we kind of all just, needed a little bit more. Like, give me a little sweat. Give me a heavier weight. Like, let's just do it. And I'm telling you, I have never been stronger, been leaner. I've probably dropped like 10 pounds during this year because I've just like, yeah, gotten wow. like leveled up. Yeah. I'm also well, teaching I feel like people with, too. Yeah. All their frustrations, all their fears, all their everything, like they need 
an outlet and their typical outlets maybe that they had, they don't have right now. And they're like, I will do anything, especially in the midst of like the major lockdown to have something for myself. And it's going to be this. And I'm going to put all of my emotion and frustration into this. So it's, it's happening. Okay. So pause before all of this, when you first took over the older daily method, that did not have a spin studio. So it just had started to have spin, um, like maybe six months before I took it over. Okay. And I actually didn't teach spin or cycle for a year after I was Mm -hmm. the owner. I wasn't like a cycle person. I didn't feel like I knew like what to do, but, um, we just had these amazing instructors who were really musical and that's what it is. It's a dance party on the bike, right? And it's low impact. So we just really figured out how to like make the music super loud. Like we invested in these huge speakers, Mm -hmm. like this blacked out studio. We painted the walls black lights are out and we got like a stage that's a clear floored stage and the lights come up underneath it. So it's like this music and lights. Mm -hmm. It's like going to a concert. Yeah, It's like, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. But cycle has been, you know, a struggle during COVID because everyone got a bike at home. Right. It's not the same experience, but, you know, it's riding, so it's something. And then, um, you know, that close-knit cycle mm-hmm. room, like, with a lot of hot bodies and hot air, is just it's not going to fly during COVID. So we really kind of shut down cycle pretty – I mean, right away. We did the outdoor classes a little bit. We did some, like – digital online classes, but that's not, it's so hard to do with the yeah. music and streaming. Yeah. Um, but now we spaced out the bikes actually before what we did actually was we rented or sold almost all of our bikes from our Lake Forest studio. Mm-hmm. So again, this is like, how do I generate revenue? And so yeah. we rented the bikes, sold some of them and that cleared out 21 bikes. And then from the Vernon Hills studio, I took half of the bikes from Vernon Hills and I put them in Lake Forest. So now we have a big room with half the bikes in it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how our cycle program is coming back to life. And I'll tell you right now, almost every class is waitlisted for cycle. So the bikes are about 10 feet apart. We like invested in, you know, the air filters and all of that. So I think people will eventually come back. Yeah. I don't know if we'll have 21 people in a room anytime soon, you know, because that's how many bikes we had. And we had 21 people in the class with a wait list of 20. Like it was right. a right. really popular experience. I just don't know if that's coming back anytime soon. Oh, I think, oh, yes, yes. So. <laughs> I, I have a question. Um, okay, so I, I guess because every state is different, are you back in the studios officially? Yes. And we when even- did that happen? So we were allowed to do in-person classes in June. And so we've been open since June. I think that's about the same for us. Yeah. I think you guys have, it's pretty similar. There's a daily method in ND. So I think they're similar. Um, For a while, it was wear a mask into the studio, take it off while you're working out, put the mask back on and then leave. For a while, it was masks on. Um, we're back to the, like, take it down when you're working out. If you want to, it's probably about 50, 50. Some people mm-hmm. keep it on the whole time and they're fine with mm-hmm. that. And some teachers keep it on the whole time and we're fine with that. Um, it kind of is right now. It really, it's the same people that are going at week after week, day, day after day. So they're almost formed this little private pod, you know? Right. So they're comfortable in certain classes to take their masks off. 
Um, but everything's very socially distant. So we're, we're below 50% capacity. Luckily, we live in the Midwest and we have huge studios because there's plenty of space. So we have plenty of room for everyone. You probably have about 10 feet around you in the room. Wow. So yeah, I know. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's great. It's like, it's working well. I feel like we're serving our clients and I, and the job, my job is to get people moving because I know that movement makes you healthier, happier, more balanced. It makes me a better human being, a better mom, a better wife. So as long as I can get people moving, get them in classes, have as much classes online, eventually outdoors and in person, I feel like I'm doing my job. But you so awesome. are. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Thanks. Hold on. So before okay. pandemic, <laughs> before pandemic, I have to credit you because there's so many different like boutique workout places that pop up like it's whatever pure bar and then it they solid all, core don't even right. know what that is they all are great they all have their purpose they all have their community that loves it but daily method was bar centered and i think you were already learning to like pivot and adapt long before this when you were embracing spin and like yeah. okay i might not be a spin instructor or it might not be my thing but I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to make the best freaking experience that I can where I think a lot of people get stuck in like, nope, this is what we do and this is how we do it. And the people who love us, love us for that. But you are open already to, no, we're, we'll do it. Let's embrace it. And then when you open the next studio, you added spin and you were like, yes, like what you just said, my job is to get people moving, not to teach bar classes. It's the experience, the community. And I think you've been adapting long before obviously the pandemic because there's so many studios who you know they do suffer and they close because there's so much popping up and just so much new and so much competition and like you said peloton like everyone got a bike but the experience that you're providing is going to get people back with you in the studio versus just sitting at home in front of a screen Right. And I think that that's going to be the, the big change in, well, thank you for saying that, by the way. That's oh. very sweet of you. I really, I feel like I'm like always, um, that's why I wore this shirt today. It's uh, perfect. Oh, I love it. That's cute. It's visionary. Like, yes. It's visionary, but um, sometimes I don't feel like a visionary, but sometimes I'm like, Ooh, what could we do? And so as an example, like I think that going on a girls weekend would be so fun, especially if it has a fitness class and a lot of alcohol and like a bunch of friends. So we started, I came up with the idea of like, let's do a retreat. So we went to the American club for a couple of years. And then last year we went to Palm Springs and we did these like wellness weekends. And they're so fun, like so spectacularly amazing fun. Um, and, And I'm just always trying to, what can we do? What event can we have? What, you know, we're going to do this like March madness, like through the studios, like fill out a bracket and win a prize just to create community. And I actually think about this a lot, like why I do this. And I think it's because I'm a military brat. So I moved all the time when I was a kid and in the military, you move to somewhere new, 15 people show up at your house, show up at your house with casseroles. Like it is like, you're in the community. Like it is a very tight knit group. And I, my dad was in the air force until after I graduated high school. So I was in it my whole life and my whole childhood. And I feel like that background is really why community is so important to me. So like getting people moving is how I do it, but the root goal is to develop community. And to do that, you have to have an experience that like 
make, you want people to feel welcome and you want them to feel important. And I really, that I really try to do that in all these different ways, different classes, different class types, different events, different workshops, different retreats. Like let's just get people in because we want them in. Right. Yeah. It's more fun yeah. together. You, you keep things so fresh by being innovative like that. Yeah. Um, because so many boring. people, yeah, you get stuck inside that box and you're really passionate about something, yeah. but it's hard sometimes to step outside your comfort zone. So I admire that a lot about you too. And uh, anyway. yeah, because so many of the things also like they're scary opening a studio is scary. Opening a second studio close by to the first studio, that's terrifying. And then, okay, will this online thing work? All of it is like, you have to have, I guess, your goal or your passion stronger than your fear of it not working. Because if it doesn't work, well, at least I tried. Right. And I, um, I believe in this method because it changed my life. It changed like changed my life physically. And it, I found the daily method in Lake Forest at a time where I was really struggling with postpartum depression and insomnia. And like, I was beating myself up running. Like I ran a marathon, um, in my twenties, but I was like beating myself up trying to like get thin and get fit. And I just couldn't wrap my head around like working out as a way to find like balance and a better self rather than a skinnier self. Like I was just like, I got to like get all these miles in. I've got to do this or that or whatever. And when I found the daily method, it's very like full body and it's very positive. Like you get a compliment in every class. The teacher is going to tell you, she's going to find something like CS, you have the most amazing collarbones. They are spread so wide. Great job. Or, you know, Colleen, like you're really stretching your ears out of your shoulders and you look so graceful. Like you're going to get that in every class and you're going to feel good about it. You're like, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's an authentic, like genuine, we care about you. We see you. We're happy you're here. We're going to make you feel good. And like, that's what I felt when I came to the studio as a client. So I've had the experience of like walking in new, what do I do? What are the emails I get? What's the price I pay? How did the teacher make me feel? How does the workout make me feel? Check, 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 check. And so when the opportunity came to take over the studio, I was like, heck yeah, this wow. is like my life's work. And then when the opportunity came to open a second studio, I was like, heck yeah, I'll do it. And now I'm like, oh, it's so much work. Why did I open the second studio? <laughs> <laughs> totally. But it's so true. It's like Colleen and I, we just launched a podcast about like, teamwork where someone the highest up person so the owner doesn't necessarily always trickle in through the whole studio they might not necessarily teach they might not they might just fund the place and then just let it run but you have this community where like you are the presence you're the face people are going to see you even if you're not teaching you're at the front desk you're talking to them and you're building these relationships like those retreats because I've been to so many classes at places where I walk in so intimidated because I'm trying something new, which is intimidating for anybody. It could be yoga, spinning, whatever. Totally. And then you never come back because you feel like you weren't greeted as if like, welcome. And we're so glad to have you here. It's just like, do the class and then leave. And I Mm -hmm. never come back because I'm terrified and I didn't feel welcome. And I felt like it was like some high school clique that I wasn't a part of. Yeah. Oh, it's a terrible experience. Feeling. Oh my God. And then it makes you just not want to move at all. Cause you're like, I've had this with yoga before where I'm like, that was the worst experience ever. And then I didn't do yoga for years. And then I found a teacher that I love that was like, knew me and talked to me. And then I just turned into like an addict and I really, Mm -hmm. you know, need to get back on track with everything. But (laughs) the point being having that person 
it changes everything. And so do you train all of your teachers or do you pick teachers almost out of like, you've proved to me without even trying to prove to me that like, I need you to be a part of the team. Yes. Um, we used to do it the other way of like, who's a fitness instructor in town that can teach X, Y, Z format. And now I actually, I only hire from within. And I had someone recently say like, Hey, I want to be on this team. I said, okay, you have to be a client first. You have to like be part of our community first. But then once we get, you know, then, then you see people in class and they're in your crew and they're in your community and they approach you and say, Hey, I want to be instructor. And I've never done this before. And I'm a stay at home mom or whatever. And I'm like, that was me. And I, that resonates with me and we're going to train you and we're going to teach you everything you need to know. And that's what we do. Um, and you know, we have, a, a friend in common, Ellie Gallo, who is our son's kindergarten teacher last year. She came to the studio to teach or to take cycle. She got super into it. And then one day, I don't know who said it first, but I was like, you should teach cycle. And she was like, I would love to teach cycle. And I was like, well, done. So we have this like perfect, amazing, you know, kind of like internal recruitment tool. We just, we pick good people and the team is amazing. My team is amazing. They are just the kindest, sweetest, like most caring group of women. Truly. I'm so, so lucky and blessed because they're awesome. So I think it kind of comes like, Mm -hmm. like it's, we have our own little internal, I don't know, recruitment tool. And it, it works. But I will say, I know I'm like, like the face of it, which I don't necessarily like want to be like the fitness face of it. You know what I mean? It's a lot of pressure, but, um, I wish I could, I wish there were two of me because with the two studios, it's really hard to be at both. And I feel right. like if I'm not at one then the other is struggling and if I'm at one, then the other is struggling. And it's this balancing act. It's kind of like having two kids. Just right. where do you spend your time? It's kind of hard. I believe it. Colleen and I often talk about how I'm so thankful there are two of us because so many small business owners, even if like we were always online. So the pandemic didn't really change that besides maybe the amount of which people were shopping, but other business owners that have always been online, I'm like, I don't know how you do it alone. Like I know I could do it. I know CS could do it, but having, Mm. (laughs) you could. Having that balance and it seems like the team you've created at least is you might not be at the one studio, but like they have the other person there that, you know, you're creating such a culture culture. Yeah. yeah. It's a culture and it requires strong leadership. And I feel like maybe you learn that being, you know, how you grew up, but your leadership style has to have created all this. I mean, I don't, I don't. Rebecca, have, no you watched, have you watched Ted Lasso yet, Rebecca? I <gasps> love Ted Lasso. You Maybe like, I like Ted Lasso. Ted You're Lasso. like Re- Reb Lasso, oh yeah. Rebecca. God, that's the biggest compliment of my life. Really? Well, it, it feels like that. You know, yeah. put a little Southern twang. And, and I know you like the South because I read your About Us. Oh, on yeah. Your... Isn't that cute? Raleigh. So cute. Yeah. I love, well, I love the South too. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Well, I love that. Maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. there's something there. I, um, 
I didn't, I'm going to tell you right now, when I first took over the studio, I was a terrible leader and I think my team drove them crazy. And I completely appreciate why I was very like, I didn't want anyone to be mad or I was trying to appease everyone all the time, which meant like nothing ever got done. There were no decisions getting made. Like I was constantly crying because someone would be mad at me and er, I don't do that anymore. Like this is what we're going to do. I'm coming from like a very positive place. Even when people, um, even when people quit the studio, like, I'm like, I totally understand. Like I, I don't get, you know, get up. I get upset because I feel like I'm losing a member of the community, but I don't like, I really do like come from a very like positive place, even in tough situations. Um, yeah. I mean, as an example, I have to say this cause this was like, this was, I feel like a tough one for me. So we had this gentleman come in on gosh, what's okay. So it's, Closest studios in March. He must have come in like February 28th of last year. And he said, I got a tax return and I want to buy my wife a one year membership. And I was like, amazing. You're the greatest husband on the planet. Okay. Yeah. And we'll throw in free childcare for the whole year. Right. So he paid, I took the money, he gifted it to her. She, she started to use it and then we shut down. And, um, you know, about a year later she reached out and she was like, Hey, I need that refunded. And I'm like, First of all, that was a year ago. Second of all, you started it. Third of all, the business is struggling. But, you know, in my heart, and I talked to my husband about the right thing to do is to return the money. So I did. And I wrote her a check. And I was like, you know, even in tough situations, I take the, like, the hits. Like, I don't want people to have four kids and to not have this money and to be struggling. I'm like, okay. Like, I really do. Like, I'm not in this to, like get rich. I'm not in this for ego. I really just want people to like be happy with the experience they're having. So even if I take the loss, I do. Yeah. And it's, it's like a tough, I don't know if it's like the best like business leadership case or <laughs> like a bunch of like official, like real business CEOs would tell me this is a terrible way to run a business, but I feel like it's a good, I'm a people business and it's all yeah. about the people and the community. And you just want to treat people how you get treated. So that's my leadership style. I think you're totally right. CS and I do this all the time. Like a moment when we're like, mm, I really don't want to do this, but swallow our pride. We're going to do it. And you know what? That I can just envision that woman's going to come back some point and be like, that's what I, I said. Spend the money. Now and I can do it come. Because you were and- so kind and understanding. And I know I want to be a part of that when right. I can. Right. Exactly. It's, it's either that or the conversation that she'll have with somebody about, how she was treated so well. Right. I, I overhear exactly. people all the time talking about businesses being horrible. And I think, oh, that's that's like worse than a good ad on TV right it, there. Totally. It is. It is. And once and you get that so, bad reputation, like you're done. So I do. Yeah, I really try to like lead with that positive mentality. Right. What seems like common sense to us sometimes that maybe isn't on our policy page we really, sometimes we have to take a deep breath and maybe sit on it for a little while, but no matter what, I feel like we both, we both agree it completely hundred percent with, with what you did. Yeah. Yeah. It was the right thing to do. It's the right. So I feel like I do that time and time again, and I'm just hoping that one day it'll it will. pay back to me because yeah. this year has not felt like it's going to, I mean, with the puppy last week and all that, like, I was like, oh my gosh, this has been the worst Very- year of my life. but also like a year where you learn grit and resilience so much 
and you yes. get your businesses into a different place and you teach different classes that you never thought you would teach, but now you're teaching them and you love them. And I feel like I been saying this in classes for six years and as, as an instructor, but I say change happens in the challenges and that's mm-hmm. what we're doing. That's what this is. So yes, proving it in real time, yeah, literally as a business owner, as a parent, as any, literally anyone, there's no yellow brick road that we're all following and there's hills and there's these bumps and there's twists and turns and just shards of glass. Yeah. I was like, what else? I know, but being, you know, flexible, but not even just flexible, but like resilient and willing to try something different versus staying stuck is so big. So I want to talk about your online boutique because after all of this, you were like, Hey, another pivot. What can I do? And I know at your studios, you sold, you know, clothing and accessories and stuff. And then you're like, Hey, which is brilliant by the way. And it's because so cute, the cutest stuff, because I am the person that does, I'm not, I don't find the time or I don't make the time to go to the mall, but I go work out before everybody wakes up and I got something to wear for Saturday night. Boom, bang, boom. Done. Totally. Yes. Brilliant. So thank you. And it's been, you know, even before the pandemic, a retail business was a passion project of mine. Like all studios sell little stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. it's usually a rack of stuff. Or, but like for me, I'm like, I love retail. I used to work at Bloomingdale's in New York City in the marketing <gasps> department. I am. Yeah. So I like always wanted to get into retail and fashion. And I was like, how do I do it? How do I do it? And that's it. And I said, okay, um, People are coming to the studios, but our retail business was a significant part of our business. So I'm going to launch it as an online store. And um, I did a ton of research and I figured out the best platform. So it's on a Shopify site. And then um, I I was going to name it something else, actually. And then one of my girlfriends was like, name it Raleigh Bird. And so um, it just became this cute little play on my daughter's name. It's, her name's Raleigh and her last name is as for means bird in Arabic. So it's like Love this that. family sort of sweet. Isn't it cute? I know. I was like, yeah. probably bird. That's just what I call her. What about the logo? How did you come up with that? Um, I just, I don't, there's no, there's no magic behind the logo. I just hired a graphic designer and that's the one that I liked. But you're a graphic designer. Do you like it? Is it good? Oh, I love it. I love I mean, it. Thank you. Colleen's always like, and about your logo. And I'm like, I know. I'm like, <laughs> what? I just like to know, because sometimes I think it's nice for a designer to have a lot more freedom with the concept. I think that makes it a lot easier. And then sometimes if there's like a story or specific, I don't know if like you're an expert at making those. Oh, no, but I wish I was. I know, I feel like that would be, yeah. I feel like so many of the bird logos, because I went through so many bird logos, they're just, they're all like, they look like a bird. Whimsical, yeah. Whimsical and... So when I saw this, I kind of liked it. It was a little bit like mm-hmm. sharper edges. It also kind of reminded me of Jet because my dad flew jets in the Air Force. So I felt like it was a little bit like spiky, that. like a jet. I was like, this is cool. So I yeah. I think it's good for the workout side of things too. Like I wouldn't. Yeah. It's strong. You know. It's not. Yeah. yeah. I so feel I, like I, Colleen and I could go down a whole, I'm like, and it's like ooh. creative by folding a piece of paper into different directions. And that's what you did with your business. We spend way too much time talking about these types Overthinking of things. Every little you guys thing. are awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah. Um, um, so how is that going? You have the oh, yeah, cutest stuff. I just got my so earrings cute. and they are oh, the cutest thing ever. So cute. 
Thank you for that, by the way. Um, you know, it's good. It's been a real, um, it's a lot of work. Like it's a big work stream when I, when the boxes arrive, I have, you know, it's a, I'm a one man show. I, mm-hmm. I have like some help here and there, but really the boxes come, I'm unpacking them. I get them photographed. I put, get them on the website and then we'll do a launch. And it kind of like, it's, it feels like right now it's easier to do like little co- capsule collections at a time. Like here's yeah. the spring, you know, cozy spring and we'll just launch it. And then, um, kind of bundles the work. So then yeah. one whole weekend, it's like delivering packages or mailing the packages. Um, and like with everything going on with, you know, our puppy passing away and you know, my husband's birthday was yesterday. It just feels like I can't launch anything right now, but it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun project when I do a launch. It's like, it's, it's fun to buy the clothes. It's fun to try on the clothes. Mm-hmm. It's fun to like, you know, see people liking the clothes. And it, yeah. it really is just like, I, I try to keep price points low because another thing I realized during the pandemic, I don't know if you guys realize this, it's like, I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff yes. and I don't oh want it. Gosh. I don't want people to fill their house with like junk. So junk, I don't, yeah. I don't want to sell like cheapy junky things, right? Like that's not what we're doing, but I also don't want people to spend a ton of money on things either because what we're selling is like athleisure and tops and sweaters and stuff. And um, so the price points accessories. are pretty much accessories, accessories. cute earrings and um, purse straps. I, purse that straps. I'm always looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we do the, the custom bags. So like the, mm-hmm. the bags are really so cute. So fun. Oh my, they're so cute. And the hit story on the bags actually started with the retreat last year. So um, we went to Palm Springs in at the end of January last year. Like we got the last trip in. And by the way, we all came back sick. Like we were all like, we have this weird like flu and there was somebody on the oh, plane yeah, yeah, with a yeah. mask, but we didn't know what COVID was at the end of January. Right. I, right. None of us got, none, we've all got the antibody tests and none of us have the antibodies, but it was this funny thing. We were like, huh, what was that? Yeah. But when we went on retreat, I got everyone, I made everyone a bag with their name on it because there were 20 of us going and some of my friends from LA or, you know, from other places came in for the retreat and they didn't necessarily know everyone from our town so if you had a bag and it had your name on it you knew you were on the retreat with us and you knew their name so it was a name tag yeah Yeah. but way better than a name tag great name tag they're so cute so we were around the um parker hotel in palm springs and people who were staying at the hotel were asking if they could get a bag too and then the hotel asked if they could carry the bags now neither i know i was like what but neither thing ended up coming into anything, but it just made me start to be like, huh, maybe there's like a business for these little bags. And so then it's just started like, Hey, I can make you a bag. Sure. I can do that. I can do that. And then it just became this really cool start to probably burn the bag. That's awesome. And I love them and they bring me joy and they're not super expensive. And I see people in them all the time. And then I have, you know, of course a handful of them that say my name on them. And when I walk into Costco or Target, they're like, hi, Rebecca. I'm like, Oh, how do you know my name? Oh, oh, right. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, oh, bags. It's me. Uh, it's so me. yeah, the bags are awesome. I really love the bags. They're great. I think just the whole mindset of ability to shift and be resilient and all of this stuff. What do you do to like maintain that mental strength and you know resilience? Obviously, yeah. moving your body, but 
this is why this stuff is so important. Like movement and Colleen and I talk about this all the time because when you're not strong mentally, it ruins everything. Does it matter how, how strong you are physically? I agree. Agreed. So it's not like I walk around and then just do a workout class and then I'm like, you know, super strong. No, not at all. So over COVID, I feel like I had to um, find my internal strength. And part of it is creating routines around my life that take some of the like stressful kind of everyday to do's off of my plate. Mm -hmm. So I'm big on, I'm big on routine. Um, I set a our weekly meal plan for the week and I buy the groceries on Sunday and that's it. Like I'm not going to the grocery store. We're not worrying about food. Food is set. Um, I actually pretty much gave up alcohol during the week because it was affecting my sleep. So like I don't drink and then I go to bed early, nine 30. I'm in bed. If you text me at nine 45, like I've missed it. I'm done. So I've got this early bedtime. I get up early. I try to just be like, I set all of our social media up in advance. So I, I, I automate and I put a lot mm-hmm. of process in my life. So it just clears up my head for, um, for the tasks at hand. And I think that this is true for everyone. If we can get through this last year, homeschooling our children and transitioning our businesses and dealing with loss and all of the struggles that we've dealt with, mm-hmm. anything that comes next, like I think we can handle especially if you've taken all those other ticky tacky jobs that we have as moms, as women off of your plate, like yeah. order your groceries online, girl, don't, don't go to the store. Or like if, if setting an hour aside to get a manicure is good for your soul, go get it. You know, mm-hmm. it, if moving out and moving and working out every day, is going to make you like, just a little bit feel like lighter and get that nicer. weight off your chest. Nicer. Do it. Just schedule it. Take the time to do it. Yeah. So, um, it's a culmination of like a lot of different self-care tools. Yeah. I love the idea of the process because it's so true. When you have the things all set and taken care of, it gets all the clutter out of like your mind going through this like mental confetti of like, did I handle this? Did I do this? Did I do that? No, it's done. It's done for the week. And now we can move on and focus on these hard things. And this year has been like training for everyone for this next year fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Or whatever comes our way. And I think Forever. it's just going to be like, right. people are just also realizing that as much as people are like, Oh, I'm a homebody. I don't like people. Anyways, people are now realizing, no, I really do. I need community. I need social interaction, whether that's a zoom class together or even a, a, an event you have these, well, you have your retreats and then you have like the high school dance teams come oh my gosh, for so fun. things together yeah. and okay. all these community events and you just build this like strength, but it goes far beyond mental strength. It's like the strength in numbers. It's the strength yeah. mentally. It's this empowerment. And I just think you're doing so much more than owning a bar studio or an online boutique. You're building this in women and young women too, to grow up and be resilient, be flexible, be able to pivot and adapt when the world throws something your way. That's sweet. Thank you. I, I don't see myself as doing that, right? Like I'm just doing what I got to do, but I do, I see what you're saying. And I, I believe that it's part of my job and my responsibility first as a mother of a girl, a daughter who's 11 to like, 
make her strong, right? She has, yeah. she's going to have to go out into this world and survive and thrive. And like, what do I do for her? And then I see these gals at the studio from every age. And I, and I want that for them too. Like, mm -hmm. and they don't have to take my class to get stronger, but I want them to feel like they could take any class and get stronger mentally, physically. We've created a culture of positivity and inclusivity. So like mm -hmm. you get this like kindness, I don't know, like soaked into your soul and then you go out yeah. and then you're kinder and you're able to handle like whatever else comes. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like what we do at the studios is really important and I am so glad that people have stuck with us this far and that I am hopeful things are changing and people are getting vaccines and people are feeling safe to come back in person because to your point, we are social creatures, introvert or extrovert. We are social creatures. We like to be around people. We like to watch what people are doing. We like to be near other people. Yeah. When I teach an in-studio class, I am completely uplifted. When I take an in-studio class, I work 100% harder than I do mm -hmm. on, at home. Mm -hmm. And there's just nothing like it. We just need to be around other people. And hopefully, starting in the next couple of weeks, we'll start to see that uptick of people being more able to come back together. Yeah, I really think so. Because pre-pandemic, I was like, I just don't have time. Like, I don't. I don't want to spend the 10 minutes to drive to the studio to take the class to then right. spend the 10 minutes to drive home. I don't have time, but really I have time. I have the same amount of time as everyone else. And I think the pandemic and realizing this has been my only option just makes me, I want those 10 minutes in the car to listen to oh, yeah. <laughs> and then to go take a class with people and feel so good. And then get a coffee and then drive home. Yeah. And like, I don't need to mentally have confetti flying around my head of nope. like this, 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 and this. Nope. And I think this year has really shown that to people that it's going to be like the roaring twenties all over again of like, Oh, let's, let's go out. Let's be around, around people. Let's yes. have fun. Let's just, but yeah, yeah, I just feel like I want to get in the studio like right now. So yes, come to town. Totally. Let's go take a class. Yes. Die be together amazing. because. That sounds awesome. And I, um, I'm laughing because I used to be a person who never worked out ever. And now at least four mornings a week I do. And I have started to make sure that my AirPods, which are on my keys, are I charge them in my bathroom. So I'm excited to get up because I can immediately keep listening to my book on tape or the podcast uh -huh. that I didn't get to finish or the music uh -huh. that I just discovered that I'm so excited for. So it's easier to get up and go work out because I'm just excited to like do something for me because yeah. the drive there and the drive home are almost as good for me as the workout. Right. Yeah. Like just time for me. And then I just feel like I'm so you. much nicer to my family and yeah, it's just a good, it's just a good thing. It and is I feel like you're so like empowering. The feeling totally. when you leave it a class so and you're like, I did that, especially Rebecca's class, like you get halfway <laughs> through and I'm like, Oh God, we oh can finally lay on the going. floor and I'm like really excited. And then I'm like, I'm still dying on the floor, out. but I actually made it through it and I am so proud of myself and yeah. I, oh, it just feels so great. It feels and, so good. And, oh and I gosh. think people now are going to prioritize wellness and yes. community. And that's what I've got. I'm like, you come back to the studio and when I'm allowed to give you a hug, I'll give you a hug. Cause it's like, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're making people feel good, feel happy, feel empowered, and we're providing community and we're creating a culture that is a kind and positive place. And there's just no reason 
to not come. There's just no reason. You can find There's time. There's no reason. I mean, yes, I'm teaching can. so many classes, you guys. I'm teaching like, because I teach a lot of privates because people are virtual privates. Like they don't want to come to the studio quite yet or whatever. I mean, if I can find time to teach yeah, yeah. 20 classes a week, a lot. you can come to the studio like three times a week. I'm like, I'm yeah. come on, let's go. Automate, if you automate your groceries and you set everything up to go mm-hmm. on a certain day, like you free up all this time. Yeah. And I think the pandemic has taught people like, okay, well, we were ordering groceries during the pandemic, like, cause no one wanted to go to the store. So now right. we figured that part out of our lives that like we were putting off or like, oh, I'll figure it out Sunday. Well, now we figured it out. So like, Great. so I many hate of the going to the things, store now. Oh, I me too. too. I will yeah. not go to the store. I won't set foot in it. Oh. And I'm like. So many of those things that took up time that I like so just, much time. someday I'll get to it. Someday I'll make my online grocery list. It's made. It is time to go. It's and done. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's forced us with like homeschooling and all this stuff to like, okay, we have to figure out something while we're all stuck at home to get through this. So I think it's mm-hmm. helped people, you know, get rid of the clutter and start getting in a routine at home where they might've been more up in the air and stressful and chaotic at times. And now it's time to like bring all that efficiency yes. into fun. Efficiency. Totally. <laughs> and clear up your, clear out your schedule of the stuff that just was taking up. Doesn't matter. Fluffy time. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. Totally Focus on agree. what matters. Then you have so much more time. Even, you know, even though my kids are in school, they're only at school half the day and they're on staggered start and end time. So like my day is very condensed of like right. when they're both at school, it's probably right. like two hours when they're both at school. So I have to be really efficient with my time. And that really helps me um, like clear the clutter, clutter and just like focus on what is important. Get it done. And, it's like and when I you said clean I was, your house right before a company comes, it gets so yeah. much cleaner than the whole week when you're just like right. focused and efficient in that right. time. Exactly. You got to get it done. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I mentioned earlier, I wasn't going to talk about the dog, but I yeah. think it's okay. Like, I'm not going to cry about it, but our puppy. If you um, do, that's okay. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Um, I cried like, whoo, last week was bad, bad, bad. But this week I feel a little bit lighter about it. And, you know, we had him yesterday was the one year anniversary of getting him. So he was a full COVID puppy. Like we had him March yeah. 15th last year and, um, you know, adding a puppy to all this mix was stressful. And, but he added so much joy and like, humor. It's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a crazy dog. These funny things. So cute. So we would just like laugh and laugh at this dog. And I feel like that brought a lot of joy and levity to our tough year. But in, in terms of handling what happened last week when he got hit by a car and we had, you know, had to tell the kids and we had to like, you know, it was awful. But I had these, like, I had already done everything. Like I had already ordered all of our groceries I do that on Sundays. I had already set all my studio social media up. I had already set like all the, you know, cause I have to, we do all these virtual classes. So every class has a different zoom link. I'd already set all that up. And I, um, I was able to like, just totally sub out my classes. That's the last piece I had to fill. And I just stepped back and like closed my computer and like shut my world down. And I think that the automating of our lives, not automating, but like the scheduling and the being efficient mm-hmm. with our time, like it really, like it cleared up that space for me last week in a very specific way that was really good for me and my family that I didn't have to do all that work and I could just focus on getting through last week. So, you know, feeling and being sad. And then I think the other thing we realized, my family and I both realize, all realize is that 
this community that I've been working on, this like group of people, this team, this like network, they showed up for us last week, you guys. Like, I can't even tell you how many flower deliveries we got and cookies and cakes and just cards and those, that book, the puppy heaven or doggy heaven or whatever, like people showed up for us. And then my team ordered us dinner and it like showed up at our house warm. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I didn't know that I was like planting those seeds, but I did. (laughs) I said I was going to cry, but it's okay. But I, we planted those seeds and maybe I planted them more than my husband and my kids, but it was really important for us last year. And so we might not be introverts or extroverts, we might think we can live in isolation forever, but we can't. We need each other. We really do. I love that that planting those seeds because it might seem like a small thing to, you know, offer carpool or whatever. And, but when you plant those seeds, then when people need you, you know, you're there for them and they're there for you. And then you can have the space to feel and be sad and process everything and not distract that grief and that time with all of the stress that you have to do, you know, it just, right. uh, I mean, it breaks yeah. our hearts for you. I made a huge mistake and started looking at your Instagram. Feed. Oh I know. God, Colleen, I know. why? He's the cutest little, uh, I can't, angel. I know. I and mean, your family, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's devastating. It really was. It really is. I feel really bad for calling Rachel. That's my dog. A pain in oh. the ASS. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go give her a hug and you snuggle with her. Yeah. She's going to ride with me to carpool. So There you fine. go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She did so like, good, too. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I know. Rebecca. Just, like, I mean, and one of my teachers likes to... I saw her afterwards and she was like, like you needed another lesson in resilience. I was like, I know. Like I needed yeah. another one, but I got it. <laughs> right. We right. Well, you're going to keep probably getting them because you can, you handle can pivot it. from them right. and handle it. Yeah. And yeah. you're such a great example. So inspiring. Yeah. I feel like anybody out there, even if they hate working out, is probably going to try and find your daily method online. Yes. Sign up. We would love it. We well, the amazing thing is, is that now anyone can access you yeah. your classes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not only if they come to Northern Illinois, which they should to take one in person, but virtually. So we will post all of that information. But this year, it's taken a toll on so many people mentally, physically, and just daily challenges have become so overwhelming for people. So what would be like just your takeaways for someone going through a tough season in life, whether it's the pandemic or just anything in their life? How what would you say to anyone like just starting and trying to build that resilience? So, and I, I can say this cause it's, it's pretty close to home. Like how did I get out of what I dealt with last week and how did I mm-hmm. literally pull myself out of bed? And so I think what I realized is, and I don't know if this is going to hold true forever, but I kind of am in this season right now. Of, um, you have to focus on the positive. You have to focus on the positive things in your life. And it is a practice of gratitude. And it is being grateful for friends like you to invite me on this wonderful experience and have this conversation or, you know, gratitude for like the smallest things like this delicious cup of coffee. And like, you just have to focus on them and say them and write them down and just lean in on the positive stuff. Because the more you think positively, the more it comes back to you and it, you can get mired in the 
the negative and you can talk about the depressing stuff and you can really spiral down or you can choose to spiral up. And last week, I'm going to tell you, I was in a downward spiral. I could not pick up. I could not get out of it. And I, and I kind of like looked at myself and I was like, this downward spiral is not going to serve me. It's not going to serve my family and it's not going to serve my community. So like, how do I focus on, how do I pull it up? And I just started focusing on the positive things. The, the clients who haven't left us, the people who are coming to class, the people who, you know, showed up for us this last week, the people who are asking questions today, like, you know, it's just like you focus on the positive and then you really will start to feel better. So that's kind of, that's, that's my recommendation. That's what I do. That's what I'm doing. So good. So good. So good. I just want to get into the studio and take class like right now. I feel I so it. like motivated and empowered to get my Well, what are you doing together. tomorrow? Why don't 8.30 tomorrow? You can bring the kids. If they I can, can ask the kids my... Room. There's a TV oh, in there. True. I was going to say if I yeah. can ask my sitter to come early. All right. No excuses. Play like a champion. Okay. <laughs> that was, I put you on the spot alone. You don't have to come if you don't want. Also, no, I, I got a class for you. What time? <laughs> you're like, what time? I have 20 a week that I, I teach. Know. So. Let's go. Here you go. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. Oh my gosh. Rebecca, tell everyone where they can follow along and we will tag everything in the show notes okay. and the blog, but just yeah. where should they follow you to get started? So I think, um, Follow my Instagram. Let's just go straight to the source. Everything is tagged out of my my personal Instagram. It's Rebecca underscore ads for. Find me, we'll, see we'll my story, you. and I'll and then everything kind of links to both studios and the shop. So you can shop, you can hang out. Even just following the studios social media is empowering so inspirational. and oh, inspirational. You it's, you're doing such a great job and so many great things and we can't wait for everyone to be inspired by this and by you and follow along because you know how you got to that place out of, you know, postpartum and all of those things. And you built this community for yourself. You were planting the seeds and maybe didn't even realize what it would become, but you did it for you because you needed it. And now look at what it's doing for so many other people, the ripple effect. I think it's beautiful and so empowering. So empowering. Thank you. Thank you guys for having us and having this conversation. This was really wonderful. I didn't think so I could do fun. it, but you guys are such a joy. This is awesome. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you're so, so good. At it. You're so, so cute. Yeah, you, so cute. you really very seamlessly answer questions. So I, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, that's I it's very impressive for real. Oh, thank you. you don't I don't think I've ever, I love everybody. <laughs> no, I love everybody who's ever come on this show, but this was the, you are like a natural. Yeah, totally. <gasps> Wow. Oh my God. Well, you For speak real. to people. You're so That's sweet. Thank you. Part of your job and your building community, you speak to people yeah. and you speak to people very well. So, yes, you do. Thank you for sharing your story so and your voice you. and your inspiration with all of us. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Have a good day. You, you too. Thank you.